Guys, welcome to another episode of Into the West Comics. My name is Frank. Thank you for joining us a little later than usual. Um, we call it the lounge or something tonight, or uh, Into the West after hours. No, I like the lounge or something. The into lounge. the West, okay. the lounge or something. Um, we have uh, some special guests with us tonight. A special guest has been like uh, wandering around and he came back. Sonny is not here, but my Sonny is here. The variant joins us at the table. <laughs> Jonathan is here. How do you do that? That's such a good one. I Hello. Did it. I turned it around. I oh, flipped sunny. it. I'm your Sonny. That was a roller coaster hey. of an introduction. Is that a roller coaster of emotion? Um, sunny is taking a nap. All right. So <laughs> I thought you were going to say no longer with us. Because not going to say that. Um, <clears throat> out of the hot dog region, hot dog Paul is here. Hello. Happy football season. Happy football hey. season. Yep. A lot of people were asking. Again. <laughs> Bubble said, did you guys push the show back because you wanted to watch the game? <laughs> it's a lot of different issues. It's not about football. We were, I was watching most of the game. But. Frank's a liar. <laughs> we <laughs> did watch the game. <laughs> it just, it just kind of worked out that way. You know what? I really did think that for a minute. Yeah. I go, oh, Frank wants to watch the game. Okay. <laughs> Frank, Frank took the, Frank took the over. Yeah, said, Frank's got to Frank walk in like upset. Yeah. Frank's got money on this. Yeah, he's got to be upset. Degenerate. Uh, <laughs> that man you hear calling me a degenerate is my friend, Uncle Nephew Shane, is here. Good morning, everybody. Oh, hi. How are you? It's good to see you again. Guys, we thought we were going to get some announcements. I mean, we got some stuff released over there on the Plus Day. We'll get into a little bit of the Plus um, and some MCU-related topics a little bit later. But before we get into that, we're going to get into um, the thing that we were talking about all weekend, it seems. We we're going to go around in circles about it after this show came out last Friday night. It actually came on the air last week while we were on the sure show. Did. We're talking about Amazon Prime's first two episodes of The Rings of Power, the Lord of the Rings series. I want to get your reaction see what you guys thought about it. I know that these young bucks... Not the Young Bucks, but these guys <laughs> are fans of uh, Lord of the Rings, the lore and everything. And it's funny, like, Shane, you the, and I are old guys, yeah. and we're not as much. It's no, we are of, not. That is interesting, isn't because it? Because this yeah. came out. Seems like we should be. The original movies came out when you guys liked movies. The when, <laughs> <laughs> Variant's got jokes. Yes, <laughs> like movies back, 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 we like, in the back, old days. Yeah, back, <laughs> back in my day. Popcorn was a nickel. <laughs> when, when, when Frank, you know, I was about oh, to say when man. Frank gave birth to Jonathan, that's what happened. When Frank gave birth to Jonathan, all of his love for film just passed on to Jonathan. <laughs> Frank I lost love, it all. I love film. I stayed in like 80s movies that just mm -hmm. annoy Shane when I bring them up. And <laughs> all of my, my, my love of film just got passed on to Jonathan. I, was born and I, was I like, love movies. I don't like movies anymore. <laughs> I want a streaming service. I don't want any DVDs. How many? How many yeah. times do I, I suggest watching a new movie or Caddyshack? And we go with Caddyshack. Caddyshack. Yeah, hmm. yeah. Nine times out of ten, we're gonna watch Caddyshack. It's a great movie, though. So. Yeah, it is. I, just, I don't want to own anything. I just want to stream. That's it. <laughs> I don't want to stack of DVDs. Yeah, once streaming ends, that's it for me. I'm done. <laughs> Rings of Power. Paul, what did you Sorry. think of the show? Um, Rings of Power. So I'm like, I'm, I think Jonathan's around the same level of like fandom I am. I'm halfway through rereading the Cimmerillion right now. Boom. And I also have one more of the uh, original trilogy books to reread. 
Um, but I love this stuff. And there are some liberties they're taking with the lore. They have to. They don't have the. They actually don't have the rights to the Cimmerillion. I don't know. I keep tripping over that. But they don't. And they only have the rights to certain stories in what's called Unfinished Tales, right. which were actually finished by Tolkien's son. They were edited to be completed by him. And they have to kind of dance around some rights issues. And I think the... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm not supposed to look well, at Shane the and start is, laughing. Yeah, the son is the keeper of the of everything. Right. Everything yeah, he, Tolkien. Right? J.R.R. Tolkien Jr. R. R. Tolkin. Chris. Tiffer? He was the editor, and there's one other gentleman who helped. <laughs> Chris. Yes, it is Christopher. He helped him edit the stuff. I can't remember his name, but I, I really yeah. love it. I think it encapsul- encapsulates the like idea of what Tolkien sure. is, of what it means to be in that world, and where it's going from here. I'm super excited. Do you think that it matters that much? Did it matter that much to you guys that the source material that they're trying to use? Because I mean, I'm not familiar with it at all. I read The Hobbit. I read back before I watched films. I watched. uh, (laughs) I read books. I I read you know the original Hobbit. I read The Lord of the Rings. I read all those books when I was middle school, and you know back in my life was in black and white. But (laughs) when when that that's for this source material that's being um, factored in when they're making these, these shows now. Do you guys think (laughs) he's older than me? When they, um, when, when you guys think about that, does it, it doesn't really bother you that much as far as the source material. And it's, and it shouldn't, I, I, uh, I say the same thing with star Wars or especially with like star Trek or any of these like remakes or reboots, you should do something different than the content that's already established because Mm. we've already have that content, make new content, make new ideas, make new things, um, but what they're doing with this is they're taking content that a lot of people probably don't want to read. The Cimmerillion. They they it's, I, it's it's hard. It is very hard. and it's got a lot of like it's basically Jane Eyre for like fantasy nerds. Yeah. There's a lot of descriptions. There's a lot of weird stories. There's four or five names for different people. It's like reading different. a history book for a pretend place. That's what yeah. that's what I heard. Is it um, like yes. just like you said, you're listing the names. I, I mean, I eat it up. Paul sounds like he eats it up. I have a lot of my friends. Uh, that shout out Yanni, one of my best boys. Shout out Yanni. Uh, he's the boy. Uh, we went and saw uh, all three of the Lord of the Rings movies in uh, IMAX when they came out. You know, like that was like a big thing. Yeah. Nice. Um, a long day, but like it's super worth it. Um, and there's new content, and you you're rewarded for the show too, right? Like if you know like Galadriel's journey mm-hmm. through like yep. the Cimmerillion or the Second Age or where she becomes in the Third Age, you know. Uh, a lot of people still haven't put the uh, together that like Kate Blanchett, you know, that actress is in Lord of the Rings and that's Galadriel. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Like we're following a character that you've seen in Lord of the Rings or Elrond, you know, like we're seeing these characters. I think he's move. been fantastic too. Like, like, I don't remember the guy's name. Do you have his name? I don't have his name. Robert Arameo. Fantastic. He's incredible. Yeah. He's, he's compelling. Um, the, the Disa, that's the wife for during the fourth, mm-hmm. uh, his wife. They're just fun. They're animated. It has the best moments of like the Hobbit mm. with charm that wasn't seen. Through I like the rest those of the characters. Franchise. Those, the, the half foots, is that what they're called? Harfoots. Yeah. Harfoots. Yeah. Pre Hobbits. Yeah. Weak Hobbits. I, I, I like them too. So, uh, and I think and they I, I and enjoy that's it. A, and that's a big thing too that people are trying to get mad about. They don't exist. Like that's like, right, a, like but the, they're, they're not there yet, that. and people are like, <laughs> "Why are you forcing a, a race of people that don't exist yet?" Oh, man. And it's because people want, know that and yeah. they want to see that. And they just want to see it. They like Hobbits. Matter. Yeah, and <laughs> so you know, 
I think there's a lot. So I think there's two things going on with this show. For um, and and be, before I say this, I do want to preface: if you watch this and didn't like it, you're that's fine. Like yeah. I'm not. What yeah. I'm about to say is not trying to invalidate someone who didn't like it. If you thought it was slow, if you thought the dialogue was corny, or you just it just wasn't for you. You for House of Dragons, which I also think is great and it's very different. That sure. that's cool. But if you're like being some kind of lore guardian, but then contradicting yourself. Right on the like one of the big things is there's African American characters in this show and they're like there's no African American people in the books. That's not true. Right. The hobbits, the original hobbits that came to Middle Earth are described as having a nut brown color to their skin, and that's what they look like when right. they first arrived. And Aragorn, on more than a few occasions, is described as being brown. Nut brown, mm. baby. So, <laughs> but but point being, it comes across very problematic when you're talking about well i'm only mad at this because it's not in the lore well it is right and then another thing like so this is where gladriel runs up that sword and kills that troll right right if you go i think that looks ridiculous i get that it's in the lore but it looks that's a different thing but if you're saying she shouldn't have been able to do it you're just wrong right watch the original movies they're and nuts. the books elves Legol- are nuts legolas is walking on top of snow and not leaving footprints that's what elves are. They're light-footed. They can move in ways that regular people cannot. That was the point of that or swimming or her swimming great that great distance. Right. And, yeah. And able exactly. To do that. It's telling like, dad, I'm like, she's gonna swim this entire episode, oh, and she dude. should not be tired. I could if never. If she's tired, I mean, at the very end, I get it because she's dehydrated. It's a huge storm, yeah. and, and there's stuff that happens. But like, she can do that. I leave footprints yeah. when I walk on the tile in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm opposite of elf. Uh, I'm, I'm, it's, 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 I'm heavy footed. It's exceptional. The show overall. I really think and you it's don't, great. And you don't have My to. My footprints have bad cholesterol. Your, your footprints are also exceptional. And you know what I think it is for me and Jonathan, especially loving the lore, and although it is a little bit different, I think the end game for the show is the same. It's going to be Isildur, Gilgalad, and Elendil cutting the, cutting the ring from Sauron's hand. I right. think that's uh-huh. the end of the show. I know how we get there in the books. I'm not sure how we're going to get there in the show, and that could be. A good thing, it could be a bad thing. Well, As of right now, season three, season two, right? And of the trailer material that we've seen for the show, there's only maybe one or two characters that we haven't actually seen um, for this season. For this season, like mm-hmm. not actually one or two. There's actually quite a few that were in the trailer. Um, and there's like nations, you know, like Numenor. Like that's going to be a big thing that's going to happen. And we're going to see possibly the drowning of Numenor if right. that hasn't already happened in this version of the timeline, um, which is a huge moment. And like, there's a, a lot of theories with like. Was that the name I messed up? No, Ro, uh, oh, uh, Rowan. Mm, I was trying, Ro, to, Rohirrim? I was trying Rohirrim? to read the different stuff as they announced the names on the screen, right? And I just go, "Rah!" It was a good attempt. He he stopped and looked at me. I thought he had a stroke. I was very scared. You okay? Yeah. No, just heavy, just heavy footed. But then, foot, but then it's cool, foot. especially like if you have that Marvel itch of like theorizing or like, you know, you watch Game of Thrones. Um, I mean, any any big relevant drama, you want to like guess what's going to happen in the next episode. Yeah. There's so Part many good questions in Lord of the Rings that aren't just like the dumb like, oh, who's that guy? They'll ca- They'll talk about him later. Like there's so much good mystery that you're figuring out like what is the world. And in the Lord of the Rings movies, they don't ever fully show you like the levels of what magic is hmm. like magic is so much different in like Tolkien's world mm-hmm. than like magic seen in like, you know, DC with like Zatanna, yeah. you know, like the classical magician doing crazy stuff or like Scarlet Witch, CGI, whatever. Like magic is so much more like, like creative and like natural. And it's like really 
like yeah, it's not just casting spells and whatnot. Like people, physical things can't happen around people just if they get emotional, right? Right, and, and it's right. just like it's this power, and they show that with one of the characters, and they show like just that there's magic in the world uh-huh. because like the world itself is supposed to be like inherently magical. Like everyone has this like part of it, mm-hmm. and it's she, very important. She, and you and I saw a lot of. Sorry, Paul. This no, Shane, Shane and I we saw a lot of the Lord of the Rings movies when they were premiering. We'd right. go to like midnight premieres Absolutely. for all those yeah, movies, all and it's one of the things you take away from that is that the a lot of the magic seemed very, uh, like nature based, mm-hmm. right? And right. it didn't have to be this giant cosmic type of. Am I making sense? Like a big yeah, cosmic think, CGI right. type of thing. It didn't have to be about the two that. most cosmic things that happen in the um, m- movies are Gandalf's sword gets struck with lightning uh, and he yeah. stabs the Balrog and. Uh, Saruman lightning strikes the side of Caraguas and makes them go back. Where in the book, it's kind of suggested that may be him, right. but it, uh, it may not be. But I agree, it's more natural. And even when Gandalf comes over the hill uh, for um, the Battle of Helm's Deep, true. yeah, there's a big bright light that comes with him, but is he enhancing the sun, which also happens to be coming over the horizon because he mm. told Aragorn to look. But I think, so, To the last thing I want to say on the people who are like lore guardianing, guardianing this, it's it's very... Yeah. Gatekeeping. Gatekeeping. There right. you go. Oh, and it's okay. so it's like it's close the gates. People are like, <laughs> are, why are we just doing this for inclusion sakes? And it's like, well, where were you when in the movies, like which you claim to love, these people who are now complaining about the show, Arwen does nothing in oh, the first right. two books. She literally doesn't do anything. Mm. She is sitting next to Elrond at the council, and it's mentioned how pretty she looks. Does nothing. Doesn't even talk to Aragorn. I think there's a narration where they're like into each other in some way, but. She doesn't get Frodo. Another elf comes, a dude elf, and puts Frodo on the horse, and Frodo rides himself to that river. Right. Elrond and Gandalf summon that tsunami that knocked the Nazgul back, and then Frodo goes to Rivendell and gets there because they pick him up out of the river. Arwen does nothing. So did the, did Peter Jackson just insert her for inclusion's sake? Would you mm. say that about the movies? No, sure. you wouldn't. Yeah. But because now you want to have a reason to hate this thing for some reason because mm-hmm. you feel like they're trying to push some agenda when it's not what's happening. It's very strange to me. Do you think it's it's a good thing for them to have this show on Amazon Prime? Obviously, with the budget, it, it really helps to have the budget because I'm just saying, even if you didn't get anything from the story, you didn't enjoy the story, you can say that the, looks the, the shots and the wide scope of all of it, it's beautiful. Yeah, It I, looks really it's cool. In, it's insanity. I yeah, it watched. Look, it looks amazing. I'm up to date on House of Dragons, and House of Dragons looks great. But I watched the third episode of House of Dragons after watching the first two episodes of Lord of the Rings. It's almost not comparable how good the, the third episode and is. Kind of grimy. That's not a slight. Yeah, you know, <laughs> it's, it's, that's true. It's kind of grimy. It's not a slight on uh, House of Dragons. It's no. actually just a compliment to the Rings of Power. It's insane, and it's got more money behind it. And that's yeah. obviously why. But it's like, dang, this looks incredible. And the and the the score. Is also it's incredible. really good. Yes, it's yeah. just everything about it is so cinematic. No matter how, no matter what you're looking at in on the show, no matter you know, how everything is written, the thespian like uh, right, you know, everyone is, is master thespian, especially every elf, which which is really brings me into it is the way they speak. Yep. Which uh, Jackson's <clears throat> movies didn't really encap they, they they did on some levels, but they really do it. They hit at home on the show a lot. And people also complaining it's about great. the whole it's Elvish great. thing. Right. Like they're like, why aren't they constantly speaking in Elvish? Because they did that in Lord of the Rings, right? Mm-hmm. And it's because they want you to watch the show without subtitles. Well, and also right. not even like past that, 
how long are we with elves that don't have to speak to people who speak in the common tongue? Right. Yeah. And right. That's a good thing too. That's a good tune. Yeah. And in the so they probably wouldn't have spoke elvish as much in the movies if that is what happened. Is what happened. Right. In this show, there's elves just talking to each other, and it's like, do you want to listen to that in elvish? No, no, the just, average person doesn't want. Right. They want the show to be successful, and that mm. doesn't matter. Right. It's just like when you watch a war movie and you see two German soldiers talking to each other. You just go in your head. You go, they're speaking German to each other, right? But I'm hearing it in English because that's what I need to do to understand the movie. It's your suspension right. of disbelief. And then it's like then, the Hunt for Red October thing when they oh, would yeah. zoom in on Sean Connery's mouth, mm-hmm. and then they backed up and he's speaking English, <laughs> right? <laughs> speaking like a hard Russian accent, and it then is, they back up. It's like, oh, now he's English. Yeah. Well, it is just the community too. Like, I think Lord of the Rings of, of communities, I think, has always been pretty accepting as far as, like, I'll get, like, I know a lot of people that get really excited yeah. to show people Lord of the Rings. Like, yes, yeah, so you're just going to read all this content. But I get for, so excited. But, yeah, and it's fun because it's this huge resource that not a lot of, you know, because it's been guarded. Sure. Like, like, Lord of the Rings wasn't just being handed out. It's right? borderline the, mythology. Yeah. And it also, is. there's, like, That's the animated true. series that was made for Lord of the Rings, right, in, mm-hmm. like, the 80s. Yep. And then Peter Jackson and then, like, The Hobbit. Mm. And then Gummy there's like a, there's a beautiful like live uh, uh, voice uh, what is it uh, audiobook uh-huh. whatever yeah. that's like fully voice acted and they have sound effects and they do this whole thing. Oh, the Phil Jagrash one. He does all. The, I don't know if that's one you're referring to. I don't know if it's. I don't think it's official, right? Mm. No, it's not. It's right? one it's that the guy it came out it. in 2012. His name is Phil Jagrash. It's actually the one I'm listening to right now. Yeah. I may be mispronouncing his name, but if you ever want to read the books, but you're like, I don't want to sit down and read them. I want to listen to them passively in the car. That one is incredible. Yeah. I it, read, I listened to that when I went to San Antonio it's last year. It's so insane. cool. In it's depth, insane. all sound effects. I'm like, they do. You get the, uh, uh, music from the, yeah. excuse me, the music from the movies plays in the background yeah, yeah. and the guy does voices and it's good. It doesn't come across as weird at any time, at least not in my opinion. But I think if you're tentative to get into the books, I think that's your door in. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, I was going to ask you too, Shane, uh, the uh, production value for this show in particular, and then you look at the production value that they have for Game of Thrones with HBO. It's just like a, it's a different level when you transition to what you see on Plus. And <laughs> yeah. it's just like the, okay, so House of the Dragon and Game of Thrones are in their own little area because they're a little bit more graphic, more, more mm-hmm. suited. They're like more suited sure. for like a, an adult audience. The thing that I enjoy about the Rings of Power and just Lord of the Rings in general is that it can appeal to all types of different audiences, similar to what they try to do with Disney. It just doesn't. It, it, yeah. it doesn't really always. It doesn't yeah. really resonate all the time yeah. with what they do with the different Disney shows. Yeah. It just doesn't always click. Am I yeah. making sense? Well, absolutely, it, does sense. it doesn't always Rings of, work. Because Rings of Power can be serious and be oh yeah. Suitable. yeah. They, for and, and, and they, they go they back and forth. Both. Sure. Yeah. With ease, they can do both. They can be funny. I mean, so far, what I've seen just on the two episodes that have come out, it, things have been funny. Things have been um, um, touching and moving. When Durin is talking to Elrond about you weren't you weren't there for to see my kids Crazy grow up. Crazy impactful. Yeah. <laughs> that was one of the greatest scenes. It was so good. So good. I, te- I almost teared up at that scene. Yeah. When he says he was... to Elrond, when he says, you were gone, I haven't seen you for 20 years. Yeah. 20 years That's to an nothing. elf is a blink of an eye. But yeah. to me, yeah. I have a family now. <laughs> I have now. a family right. now, yeah. and you weren't there to see any of and it. People... We were supposed to be my friend. Oh, man, there's yeah. people complaining about that. That was amazing. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, wow. and so, because dwarves, dwarves live 
for what, like 250 yeah. to like th- whatever years. Yeah, but elves live thousands of years. They're, they're, they're immortal. They live, <laughs> live forever. Oh, as they're they get, not killed. They, they, they don't get stabbed. Then they're whatever. <laughs> so a, t- he shouldn't care about that. So, like, <laughs> like, so it's 20 years <laughs> and so much life happened. Yeah. Right? Like it's impactful. It's okay. <laughs> sure. Let it, whatever. And Lord of the Rings overall has more light in a lot of that, yeah. like just light, not just like lighting, but there's just more substance yeah. on yeah. the screen than a lot of fantasy. Yeah. A lot of fantasy, and we see it in the Marvel shows. I think if you look at She Hulk and then you compare it to this show, and there's le- Hulk, well, there's a lot less twerking. Right. The- but She Hulk <laughs> so far is so extensively far. darker and has like, so been two episodes. like, two episodes. like Sorry, less seven. light, even when they're completely outside in Mexico. Mm-hmm. Like there's so much more light and warmth on the screen, yeah. and they show you these cliff sides, and then you're like, they built this. They built this mountain. They built this tree. How did they do that? Mm-hmm. Like, you don't right. believe in certain points that it's CGI, uh-huh. and there's so much disbelief, and, like, the tree, and, like, um, it's it's beautiful. You yeah, gotta watch yeah. it. it. You gotta experience beautiful. it. It's beautiful. It's really good. Really, really I was excited for this show. I was I was excited for House of the Dragon, too, before I saw it. I mean, I've enjoyed them both. It wasn't, yeah. for me, it's not really a, like, a, you better pick a side. It's not, it was never like that. Kind of they both thing. make me like, uh, I like each Coke other and Pepsi. more because of it. Yeah. 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 I like Cheetos and difference. popcorn. You have a lot of time. You can watch it. <laughs> I like blondes both. and, uh, you know, pasty everything redheads. else. Thank you. Oh, man. <laughs> a D like. Pasty redheads, Shane. <laughs> Wink. Quan <laughs> in the background. Pasty redheads. <laughs> <laughs> um, we were hoping that we were going to be getting some announcements with regards to Plus Day. I mean, uh, you guys can go home tonight and watch Pinocchio if you like. I mean, let's that's, go. that's, that's about go. the that's about the total of it. Uh, we have heard some rumors being leaked out there that we're going to get some pretty big announcements when we get to Saturday afternoon. There is a panel scheduled, Paul, I think from 10 to 12 Pacific See. time that they're going to put a 20th Century Fox uh, presentation, a Marvel presentation, and a Star Wars presentation into this about two-hour panel. Lucasfilm. Nice. We're going to get probably another Avatar thing, I would, I would yep. assume. We're going to get maybe a second Wakanda Forever trailer. I would imagine. And then maybe, I want to ask you guys, how likely is it that we actually get the trailers that they put out in San Diego Comic-Con for Ant-Man, Quantumania, yes. oh, sure. for yeah, the Secret Invasion series, for Guardians, because James Gunn kept saying that it wasn't ready, it doesn't look right, I don't want everybody seeing it yet, because it, he he didn't think it was ready to be watched. I mean, could we just be getting that stuff that we didn't get at San Diego Comic-Con as far as footage and trailers? I believe it. We better. Yeah. I think... <laughs> If maybe maybe if not the <laughs> same else. exact ones, right? We better arm it. Maybe not. They'll probably do the thing <laughs> where they like slightly change the trailer from Comic Con, so yeah. the people who were there still have a little bit of a unique experience, and we'll get a different version of pretty much the same trailer at D twenty three. Because you know how that happens. They like they show one at Comic Con and then they put one out, and everyone's always like, "Oh, this was a little bit different at Comic Con." Yeah. Who knows if it was actually different, or the people who watched it at Comic Con are just misremembering different things. Right. But I think it'll be something like that. And I'm ex- I hope we get the things I want from it are an Avatar trailer. I want a Fantastic Four announcement of some kind, mm. uh, and uh, like from the big, I want an uh, announcement of another Star Wars movie. Those are the one thing from each of those three studios that I want. High Republic, where you at? That's yeah, all I need. They, that, that would be all cool. they have to say. All yeah, they have to say <laughs> Ryan Johnson, High Republic. Get over yourself. Well, right. they, and, it's gonna be good. They, no, I guess they they announced with with relationship <laughs> to uh, get, over, get over yourself. Yeah, get over. 
Ploof. Pow. 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 In your face. Yeah. Uh, the blues. Boom. In your Boom. face. Um, the Ploof Day this weekend, they said that um, we're going to be getting, more than likely, we're going to be getting the Fantastic Forecast announced. <laughs> and the rumor that was floating around on the interwebs as of uh, yesterday was that uh, Jodie Comer, who plays Vianelle, in the Killing Eve series. I think she would be a great Erica Slaughter in Something's Killing the Children. Um, much better than my previous selection. Yes. You got to go archive that. I've said something and people just laugh at me. But um, <laughs> I think that Jodie Comer would be a great selection that she's going to be playing Sue Storm in the Fantastic Four movie and that the fans can rejoice because it seems like you're going to get what you want. John Krasinski, or we get what mm-hmm. we want. I'm not mad at it. John Krasinski <laughs> is going to be playing Reed Richards. They're going to be making it official that this weekend. That and then Matt the Shackman, who did WandaVision, is probably directing the movie. Mm-hmm. I think all those things are like what we wanted to hear, right? For the most part. Not that it's been officially announced yet. Right. But those are the things we were hoping for. And I don't think, like, if it had been announced that it was Penn Badgley and not John Krasinski, oh, right. I don't think I would have been, been upset. That, I would not, not really. But I would have just been like, all right. If Krasinski directs it and then Badgley is cast as Reed Richards, would be cool. are you. Too. You're okay with that? That would too. be sick. Yeah, I wouldn't mind. Well, with that, I actually I, might I, prefer that. With that, I'm I'm almost um, miffed or I don't know. About, I don't know about sad, but I'm kind of sorry that we saw him as Reed Richards. And if we don't multi, get him, multiverse of madness already. I was uh, I would like to see a nice fresh. And, and then you don't fresh see Richards. Him. Yeah, fresh <laughs> fresh Richards. <laughs> well, which I, was my nickname back in high school was Fred, Fred, Fresh Richards. Fresh Richards <laughs> is lying. Unstringed cheese. Well, that's what it's yeah. Strong cheese. <laughs> so strong cheese. The, the, strong cheese. Strong cheese. Tightly strong cheese. Strong cheese. Is it just called cheese? Cheese. It's just called cheese at that point. The so the rumor. Why are we talking about the rumor that I was hearing <laughs> for other other casting um, for Fantastic Four? Yeah. Was that uh, his name is Jason uh, Siegel? Jason Siegel. And that Jason Sudeikis. Jason Sudeikis. How did I get here? I mean, that was Jason Statham. <laughs> Jason Statham. <laughs> uh, Jason Siegel will uh, be playing the thing. Steven Seagal. Uh, and that he's he might be a cameo or mid credit scene uh, in the She Hulk series. Really? Like towards the end. What does he, he did, say? Uh, he goes, "I'm the thing," and then it ends. See, and that's like <laughs> it's clobbering he's, time. He says, "I'm string cheese," okay. and, then he, and then it's clobbering time. <laughs> I mean, string it's cheese, cheese and time. He, he goes, "I'm weird it's too." Cheese and time. So I have a question say it's for you guys. Time. Are you guys over the way? Yeah, yeah, he is. He is. Nah. Just it's cameos all the time, and it's like this is going to be a cameo. This is going to be a cameo. I don't care no, what's going to be a cameo wait, anymore. I just want to see what's actually going to happen in an Man. actual movie with actual characters. I think the yeah. excitement of all the mid-credit and post-credit stuff that they've been putting in these films and series has sort of lost its effect because yeah. it, it doesn't come across as being very special. They just feel like they're obligated to put something there. Because they do. And you're like, oh, that was the thing? Like, right. whatever, instead of just making it like a surprise. Yeah. I think the worst decision it. that they made on that front was making the funny one the second one. Yeah, it could have been the last one. Okay, very yeah. Like, or good. not the last one, like That's second true. to last or something, right? Right, so I think... Because they had like five post credit scenes for the, the the Guardian sequel, didn't they? They had four or five. They had a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. But in, yeah. in any case, I think... I mean, I can see the last few times we've went to the movies together, a large majority of people after the first one are getting up and leaving because they're going, I read on the internet that the second this one is, is just a silly joke, so I'm not watching it. Where it's like, 
you would think they would do it different. Do the funny one first, and then the one that's going to like give you a little insight into the future, like on ne- on the next episode of the MCU, right. would be the second one, uh, which would warrant and reward sticking around to watch the credits and see the names of everyone who worked on it, and then getting rewarded what, for that. What would you rather have that you wait you wait through the whole credits and then they give you they give you the one that like sticks and it's like oh my gosh like that this guy or that whatever story they're trying to advance or would you rather have two scenes than one kind of goofy or would you just like not have one truthfully for a while i would rather just have one post credit scene that matters that's it i yeah. agree with that just one the serious one i could do without 99.9% of all the goofy ones that they that they do because they don't they're they only pretty, they last get pretty like forgettable, like 10 seconds though. yeah, yeah. After, the, a while. The, the, after after like yeah. these we're in our fourth phase and we're ending we're <laughs> like ending the fourth phase still doing this and yeah. everything is like pretty it's become pretty forgettable yeah i like the funny ones because i like to be able to just enjoy the show and not have to theorize about the next show that's fair i, think I like okay. i like being like ha they're eating shawarma and then like at the end of like <laughs> like avengers you're just like ha Okay, but, but do you want to? Like, okay, but I don't, have, I don't have a problem. <laughs> you can with... go to bed at night without being like, "What do you mean? There's going to be more." I don't. I don't have a problem with it being funny. Why is he here? Right. Oh, Thanos. Whoa. Why is that guy? Harry who, Styles. Who oh, that is? Why the worst one? I don't who actually think that's the worst one, but that one sucked. In Eternals, because they had more movie in the movie. Star Fox. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Eros, the Star Fox. Eros, the Star Fox. Howard the Duck. Howard the Duck. Yeah, was that the Howard second end credit scene, or is that yes. in the movie? The the first one was not. Black the, I thought the second one was uh, Ebony Blade. Ebony with, Blade. No, I think was, that was, was before Blade? the was the set was the first one. I don't remember. I don't. I think that was before the movie even ended. I can't oh, remember. I think it was. I try to block out Eternals. No. Yeah. So the, okay, the first I'm one. I remember a whole lot about it. <laughs> yep. The first one was when Arsham comes and like takes everybody, takes them, and they're like, "Oh, we're gonna stand That's trial right. or whatever." The Ebony Blade thing happened right before the credits started, so it's not technically a post-credit scene. And then the last one was uh, Eros, the Star Fox, Harry, Harry Styles, and Harry the weird-looking watermelon sugar. Uh, <laughs> they're in space. Uh, Shout out Chris do, Pine. Do, 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 We're going do. to space. We're having fun. Look at the friends we made. <laughs> That's pretty good. I have to uh, sing it off key, or uh, or it doesn't work. Or the, um, get it shut down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that gonna, was your concern. Jonathan's gonna sing it so we're gonna copy it. happened before. DMCA. It's happened before. It's true. It has happened. He's too yeah. good. Shut it down. Turn Shut it, it off. Down. No more comedy. Oh podcast. my goodness. Um, I haven't watched the last episode of She-Hulk, but I've enjoyed Ow. She-Hulk because because it knows what it is. Yeah, it's goofy. Mm-hmm. It's I'm not taking it very seriously. It's a courtroom show. I would say that. It is getting probably worse. <laughs> Do you think? I don't want to. I don't want to say it's getting worse. It's just not getting better. I don't know. I, <laughs> but it's, but a, it's, it's a show to watch. But, but every, here's what I think about She-Hulk at this point. I think everybody on it, especially her, she's extremely likable. She so is. So yeah. a lot of what, a lot of the things she does, I just you know, I give her a pass, even if it's twerking or any of that. What? Just because she's so likable yeah. to me. I'm trying, I'm trying to talk. <laughs> shout out to Simon. I'm trying to talk my son into continuing to watch it with me because we don't Come on, watch Simon. Together. Come, Come on, Simon. get together, Simon. Love your dad. Please do it for him. Please. <laughs> um, but oh. I think I think that's what I think. I think a lot of people on the show are likable. I thought the scene with Wong 
<laughs> that you know Wong showing up in the courtroom was cool. He's the MVP of Phase Four. Yeah, he's, he really is. He's in everything. He's Phase Four, <laughs> the glue of Phase he's a, Four. Yeah, he's, in he's a five-tool player. He's doing it. He's doing everything. <laughs> he's doing it all. The zone defense, yeah, dude. <laughs> Not the zone yeah, defense. No. He's ridiculous. Well, okay, so I was talking to Timmy. Uh, he was. We were texting back and forth on the yeah. way over here. He said that this episode, the last, the fourth episode, was the best so far. That he said it felt more yeah, like the original that. MCU stuff more so than the other three so episodes. So an, I don't know what that means. This is the fourth this, episode. This is the fourth episode. No, that's on. Came when did it, it came out last night? Last night. Okay, I'm just gonna. I'll watch it tomorrow. So I. <laughs> I watch it tomorrow. So I. There's we'll a weird it right dichotomy, now. It's right? Only six minutes. No. I'm so <laughs> yeah, that's funny because they are very short. <laughs> I haven't watched any past the uh, the first one again, not because I thought the first one was terrible. But it didn't like grab me, and I wasn't like, "Oh, this I am invested yeah. in this story." But I do think she's likable, and I think that works for the show. And I think there's like, so what I was gonna say was like, there's Game of Thrones. I, I like House Dragons a little more than I liked Game of Thrones so far. Right. But Game of Thrones for me was difficult because I think it's a good show, but all of the characters suck. Not from a bad writing standpoint, <laughs> from like they're all terrible people. <laughs> and I'm like, for, and me as a viewer, I like to have yeah. somebody like I'm like. Like Jon Snow is the closest thing to that in the original series, right. uh, the Game of Thrones series. But and then there's things like She-Hulk, where it seems like the main character is very likable, but the rest of the show, I'm just kind of like, I don't know if I care. Yeah, I don't know if it's that interesting. It's a hard sell because not everybody is going to lean in and want to watch everything MCU related. I think she has the value right. of like a like a, the Allison Brie does for like Community. Okay. Or like uh, Allison, that's funny, Allison Hannigan from like Buffy uh, and uh, How I Met Your Mother. What's some other famous Allisons? Uh, Allison. <laughs> uh, Who is uh, it? Who is it? Smith. Yeah, okay. Uh, Allison. Uh, Allison Brie. Ali Larder. I already said that one. Yeah. Oh, you did? Legally that was the first one. one. I don't listen to I don't think there's other ones. <laughs> <laughs> listen to me. That's me. Um, um, but she's just kind of like, she's like the nice, like not quirky. Right. She's just like nice and smart. And she gets the, she, she does the role correct right. it's you funny know? that you and said allison brie though because she was the one that she was the finalist to play she hulk really yeah oh. and i could see her it being was down she-Hulk. to her i like and, uh, i Tatiana like tatiana Islam. a lot i think she's great oh, yeah. i do too yeah I, and i, I think, think i think if marvel just either they made the show i think the show is in between funny and serious i think the show either needed to be funnier or needed to be seriouser seriouser uh, okay. whichever one <laughs> okay. serious xm that's a good one um yep or the show just needed to just capitalize on like we're gonna be wacky and goofy and like you know like Daredevil's gonna show up in the show, right? I don't if know you if had more interest more in the character, would you mind that it was funny? Would you care if, if you it were... was a character that I like was like I just liked like and I had a vested interest in, and it was funny. If they made the Daredevil show a comedy. Would you? <laughs> I'd, I'd be upset. I might be a little upset. Into walls. But she Hulk's supposed <laughs> to be funny. Like if it was Trips a character stuff. I really Michael liked. Michael Justice is blind. <laughs> Sorry, that's funny. Um, throw the book at. But it. like, since She Hulk is supposed to be funny, I think that that works. You know what I mean? Okay. I think making a show where the character is not supposed to be really funny, like I feel like they went a little too hard on the funny in mm-hmm. Moon Knight. Oh, for sure. Not that Moon Knight was super comedic, but it was like every time they were talking to each other, it was like, oh, he's like, I'm British. It was just so for every reason that was was so uneven. And the the show ends. And then it's like, this is our big like finale. We're trying to, you know, 
pull everybody in and it's like, look, there's another version of him and he has a hat. And right. You're yeah. like, oh, oh gosh, it's crazy. It's like, I don't yeah, know. It, had it, as, it was all over the place. It had as many personalities as the lead character. The whole show had yeah. too many personalities. And the first episode of that show was so good. It's incredible. Right. And it yeah. was just, it was all over the place. Yeah. I don't know. How to not finish a show. But <laughs> it, was, it was rough. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what show is going to get me locked back into the Marvel TV shows, mm. but it ain't She-Hulk. Well, I think the Secret Invasion show, we could be getting that might be we it. could be getting some stuff this weekend for that, uh, at least a teaser trailer, if not a full trailer, because it's supposed to come out in the first couple of months of next year. Right. So you think they would want to get your attention into like the next show, what's going to be happening with Plus. <laughs> We're surrounding all of our, these announcements and everything that we're doing with regards to Plus on, on uh, D23. Uh, this weekend, maybe some stuff for the. I know the show. A couple of people have been pretty interested in is that uh, Star Wars: The Acolyte exciting series. Yeah, yeah. what's his name got cast? They, uh, from Squid Game. Squid Game. Yeah, um, you get cast the lead. Oh shoot, he's one. He's one of these. The I guy, forgot his name. Uh, I'm not gonna. But say. it's gonna be great, yeah. Mr. Squid Game. Mr. Mr. Squid Mr. Squids. Game. <laughs> yeah, Acolyte. I mean, that can only be dark and spooky. Yeah, Ooh. I'm excited for that because I have no idea what to expect. Marcus, yeah. uh, shout out to Marcus for last week coming Marcus. through. We appreciate Ooh. you being on. Um, Last week, he had mentioned that, you know, we were moving closer to October is next month, guys. And we start picking out our our costumes for the Halloween oh. Spectacular next month. Um, Marcus had mentioned that's, that's what true, we're looking forward right to. The corner. Corner. And it's also going to be Quan's birthday. birthday. We're all going to come in and dress so up as Quan. You know that there's supposed to be this <laughs> this web. This, <laughs> wow. How funny would that be? We all dress as Quan. Oh, man, that'd be dope. The black button up. Button up shirt. <laughs> Chuck <laughs> Taylor's. <laughs> We're all eating. We're all eating a burger, or a burrito, <laughs> and the body armor. <laughs> it's Taco Thursday. It's Taco every day. It's taco every day. Okay. That's, tough. That's, That's it. it. Shout out. That's it. Um, how excited would you guys be if they just kind of like surprise announce the Werewolf by Night series? The there's a one shot thing. Cool. It's supposed to be like a yeah. special. Uh, the Guardians holiday thing is supposed to be coming out. Right. It's rumored to come out on Christmas Eve. Did you guys watch the Groot little? Many things. I, I saw. Just, I, I was saw talking about them. Were so fun and cute. Mm. They are cute, That's and good. they're like eight minutes. They're super short. Adorable. And he's just being Groot, and it's like yeah, the, there we, needs. To, we got a fun hater behind the camera over here. There has oh, to be more. On. There has to be more content for kids. He's a hard man or man, younger audience because this is for kids, yeah. right? right? Originally, the comic books are for the children. They so still make are. So yes, yeah, for, so, for the youths. So make for content for them. Um, and that's why I think She-Hulk was weird because I thought She-Hulk was going to be more like, like not like toony for the kids, but it's definitely more adult, like very quickly. And I was like, oh, dang it. Yeah. yeah. What are you, you know? They're not is, really finding their balance with, with it. I don't know. Yeah. They're trying to, they're or trying like to. Thor, you know, like Thor was like, oh, we're going to be funny for everybody. And you're like, well, yeah. I don't know if this is funny. <laughs> that is the problem I'm having. They just, they want to give every show pretty much the same identity because every show is going to be the exact same form. I mean, I, know, I understand there's got to be a formula, yeah. but does it have to be, does every show have to have, be the exact same? Well, that's what I'm in, hoping in they do with Secret and Invasion is that they change it up a they little have, bit they and to. they try to make it like a, a spy thriller yeah. type of thing and make uh, it. No, I don't, you don't think, think so. You think everything I, is going to be this way forever? I think the best game changer is Miss Marvel. Miss Marvel is super... 
you know, the, yeah. the cartoon. Actually, it was fun. Or not cartoon. It was live action. I didn't hopefully. finish Miss Marvel. Um, I liked it I because it felt very like Spider Man in high school like esque. Right. You know, it's like a group of friends trying to figure out what happens. When I was one telling of them him like Shazam, right. like, like Shazam, kind of that mm-hmm. feel. Um, and it's really, I just thought it was really good, and it connects to something that was pretty obvious from the beginning because she's a, her name is Marvel, so she's got to somehow connect to the Marvel greater Marvel team, mm. right? Um, she Hulk, I'm like, okay, she's a Hulk, right? Yep. What does that mean? Do you think it's clobbering time? That's things thing. What? That's things thing. Do, yeah. do you think, think thing think that <laughs> She Hulk would have been better if it was helmed by someone like Tim Miller? Ooh. Or the gentleman, uh, what's his name? He did the uh, second, uh, the second Deadpool. I can't remember his name. Off to he recently had another film come out as well. Was name Ryan Miller? Yeah, Ryan Miller. No, <laughs> I don't know his name. I Miller, can't remember his Miller name. Light. It's like Existent or something like that. I X can't to the Z. But just one of those guys did this film or did this show. It'd be fun. I think. I think the She Hulk just in the first episode was like not going to be funny. It was going to be her trying to figure out how her life works now that she's a Hulk. And you said then, Deadpool too. And then they get yeah. really David funny. Leech. Leech, yeah. They get it really funny. So if they just gave it to a guy who's more of like a comedy, you know, guru or something to make it a little bit more zany, the Deadpool movies are hilarious. Yeah. I think they're really funny. I don't they think still the third are. one's going to be very good. No. I'm worried. Um, and, when, and, when he, and when is he oh, going to get into Marvel, right? When are they going to actually well, like, just throw him thing. into the ring? Like that's the... You know, a ticket. Because I don't think they can get to that point where they have too many audiences yeah. that they're trying to appeal to. And I think it's going to be Daredevil light. Mm. It's going to be, there's going to mm. be violence, they but would, they're not going to go as, they're not going to go as like gritty Netflix, as yeah. the second did, and third season of Daredevil. Oh my goodness. Right. You Brutal. kidding me? If they did the first season of Punisher, come big on. movies a year for Marvel and then they made Deadpool being like the in-between movie, mm-hmm. I think they could make an actual like Deadpool movie going into the Marvel Universe but they can't make it like the November release like right. it can't be like the movie that we're leading up to is Deadpool Deadpool I think for like just the Disney Universe future they have to use him as a connector and as a background character I would put him in a summer yeah. a, a summer movie between a character that's established yeah and a team movie right, right. A, a group movie like you put him in you put him you put him in the release in theaters before or after Thunderbolts right and then the fifth Thor or the fourth Captain America or and, something like that. And the, and the like plot that. could be like getting Deadpool out of jail or something silly. Yeah. And then they pan over to him and he says something funny and then they go back and it's the same characters you've been following and he's just right. there as like a like a connecting point but not like the movie doesn't follow yeah. him. Have, because it might be too much Deadpool. Has the I have mm. a question for you guys. Has the MCU lost their serious anchor point characters? We don't have Steve. We don't have um, Tony. And those were kind of our two, like, like Steve and Tony were funny, but they were the majority of the time very serious. serious. Right. And so which char- which main characters do we have now that are grounded in that way? I would say almost Han Solo-esque. Han Solo could be funny, but he was mainly just super serious and like this. Is- he was almost self-aware where it was like, this is kind of ridiculous, all the stuff right. we're doing. And yeah. it's like, I feel like we don't have that grounding. I was like, hoping Bruce would be, Bruce Banner would and, be this character, but even, or, even, or even he has, now he's it in, made him. Now he's in space. Even Cumberbatch, yeah. um, Doctor right. Strange could have been that character, Bridget which he Dirk. still could be. Yeah. But that movie was so wacky and we didn't have any like, I, I don't know. I just feel like we've lost our grounding in the MCU a little bit. I, I, as soon as yeah. they put him in Spider-Man, that was, <laughs> <too> strange, <laughs> so was, so strange was in Spider-Man. 
You know, I was just like, dude, helping Peter, you know, find a way to get his friends into college. (laughs) That's when I was like, Shane's eyeballs popped out of his head. That's it strange. (laughs) College. Getting into the college. It's, uh, yeah, I agree. It's, it's hard. I think no, that, I mean, yeah, there isn't a human character right now. Like, right. There really isn't an inherently right. human character besides Peter Parker, but then they did this whole, you know, like that they're going to have to reset his storyline. Peter right. could be that character. And he could be. Yeah. And we just don't know how long they want to, you know, force Tom Holland to not be, because he's in every movie right now. And Tom Holland is, yes, you know, he's, he's the hot thing of Hollywood. Yeah. Um, Mm-hmm. It's hard, yeah, and like maybe Black Panther, we're gonna get that human character who's ever is the next Black that's Panther. The that, but that's what we need. We need a human yes. guy who's just a guy. But that's right. a concerning point for you, then, as far as you say that they lost Tony, they've lost Cap, that they have a new Cap, and that they're going to have other characters kind of assuming these roles mm-hmm. that are younger or lesser known actors slash characters, and you don't know if they are able to kind of hold that mantle and keep people's attention. Right. Because Robert Downey Jr. is is very charismatic, right? And yep, he happens to be a good actor, and he's fantastic as Tony Stark. They nailed it as well, far as the casting as Tony Stark. I guess my question is for these new characters: is they can be funny, they can be serious. What is the emotional hook for these characters? Right. right. Tony was he made a living off of killing people essentially, and he realized this and turned his life around. Mm-hmm. Captain America lost his life fighting for the, his country and his like lost everything, everyone he knew everyone, and everything. Yeah. And he was thrust into a new world that he didn't know. Right. That was his point. And then those were the two that kind of brought everyone around and everyone kind of orbited around them. I think whoever maybe comes out of this Wakanda forever movie could be that. Yeah. I think depending on how well they execute, I know you don't love the uh, Peter Parker stuff, but how, how well they execute Peter not being known by anybody, yeah. that could be his hook is he had a life and he lost it, and he can only be Spider-Man now or make new relationships. The right. next Spider-Man movie could be ridiculous. And I think it could be. And even but, but, wasn't, but wasn't this last one ridiculous? Oh, yeah, but and I'm I, saying in a whole different direction, it could be right. ridiculous. I just have the, I have the issue with it's always oh. like we already set the agenda, <laughs> and we need to beat like, the thing that we did last time. Mm-hmm. Like, like That's what Ragnarok was like, I'm unbeatable. And then Thor, Love and Thunder was like, well... We can try, <laughs> and it just went a little bit too much. And it's right. always trying to like the best hit, like Multiverse of Madness. I really liked because it was different. I thought it was different, and it's it a did good it, Sam Raimi movie. And it did a yeah. <laughs> I and mean, it's, it's very Sam. And Raimi, it did a yeah. lot more than I thought a movie could do. Okay, right. So then, how do you beat that? Well, now Spider Man's going to be yeah unknown. Are they going to be able to say like, oh Miles? being like I'm now the new Spider-Man or I'm my own hero Ooh. being influenced See, by like Peter nice. Parker huh. like they hear of Spider-Man or they hear of this guy you know like still web-slinging around but the guy who plays Spider-Man is different now right when did Homecoming come out 2016 2015 yeah that it's been right. like six years six seven years since Homecoming came out that's mm. kind of crazy yeah in that movie they reference Miles Morales and we haven't seen a single snip of him but the new Spider-Verse oh. movie comes out and when, is that that gonna come, be uh, and when that comes out, the intro credit scenes, right? Is when does that come out? Next year, I think. Sometime now, next year. When that movie comes year. out, the extra credit scene better be Miles coming into the real world. And that would be pretty cool. That'd be pretty cool. Ooh. That's the new universe. It's the real world versus this the old the animated universe. I'm here oh, for it. And that's cool. what that's what we need the Kang story to be. You know what I mean? The like unifier. The, this Kang could be the unifier, and it needs to be done the way it should be done, which is fantastic. If they can do it the same way it started in Loki, then they can make this pretty great experience for all of us or they could Disney it up 
Disney, <laughs> and we'll all be well worse but, off. But they're not DC, right? They're not yeah. messing up Nobody, to the point. N- well, nothing's <laughs> not no, one, said. no <laughs> one can be DC. No one can nothing's be as that, glorious. Nothing's that low. <laughs> and interesting as eight, low eight of the go? exact same trailer for this new movie that's coming out. Mm-hmm. And I still can't tell the difference. <laughs> I still don't think there's any new footage. Well, we're going to check this out real quick. Yeah. It, this is the uh, newest Black Adam Wait, trailer. Wait, the fact he had to say that they're not DC. DC's garbage. And the garbage. fact that Marvel's up to the point, well, at least they're not DC is pretty bad. That's, that's a good bad. point. That's, like, that's I a think handsome that is. guy. Right. <laughs> Let's check it out. All the way to the far right, the really handsome Quan. Ooh. <laughs> hey. Birthday well, next month, through, man. That's uh, a that's a good point, though. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Yeah, yeah. We're yeah. happy then. My yeah. son sacrificed his life to save me. If you smell, <laughs> these powers oh. are not a gift, but a curse. Born out of rage. I kind of dig the theme. I do too. Yeah, it's powerful. Innocent people start getting hurt. (laughs) Well, that leaves five thousand years. (laughs) You find us a cell that can hold them. We're Stone Cold. Who's on the team? Wow. We don't need passports. We're the Justice Society. Black Adam. We're here to negotiate your peaceful surrender. I'm not peaceful. Nor do I surrender. Here we go. (laughs) I kneel before no one. You didn't come here to seek justice. You came to exact revenge. I never said I was a hero. So sweet. are not worthy but fate does not make mistakes you have two paths the trigon you can be the destroyer of this yeah world. it looks a lot like it, it does yeah <laughs> or you can be its savior shout out michael bay Let's go. <laughs> explosions. All right. More Hello. explosions. I'm about to contradict the hell out of myself. Uh-oh. That looked cool. It does. At that least they're looked... not Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> At least they're not Marvel. That, that I'm excited. That looks cool. I'm excited And to if see that's that. Trigon, yeah. that's crazy. That's even Just that's to be able cooler. to see those characters and like, um, is it Carter Hall? Do we know? Uh, that, that version of uh, Hawkman? I don't know, but I think all the characters that we're looking like we're going to be able to see and the abilities that we're going to see look super cool. Whether it's going to be a compelling plot, that remains to be seen. But on the surface level, it looks like a lot of fun, which who knows, maybe all the coolest parts we just watch. 
We may uh, have just watched all the cool uh, right. parts. Right. This is the fourth trailer, yeah. right? For this movie. Third or fourth. I, I pray know. they don't. They can't screw this up, right? No. no. Can it be? You know what I mean? You're right. As <laughs> yes, soon as you said, I know. As soon as you said that, I was I mean, like, oh yeah, I forgot. You still got to create a. a plausible story out of yeah what we're about to see but as soon as, as, soon as we saw trigon if that's if that's indeed that's trigon, gotta be trigon right pretty fantastic i would sure hope so <laughs> and you got the wall of cameo because they have yeah. really strong <laughs> yeah like they have really strong beings here yes <laughs> they have to put there's something there has to be something really powerful it can't just be like oh it's uh it's a. Uh, uh, another right. whatever dude. Need, they need Black Adam to whale. help stop Trigon. Yeah, it's a killer that, whale. That right there, that would be Sick. incredible. Incredible. The leader yeah. of the underworld coming to take over the planet, and the Justice Society needs Black Adam to help them stop him. Right. Uh, Timmy was that, in the that chat. Hurts me. He wanted to know why they didn't cast Kevin Hart to play Hawkman. That would have been hysterical. <laughs> wow. I don't know if it'd have the same impact. In that Kevin Hart's probably going to play. Uh, do, do they give him, do they give him like real life? <laughs> it was it was hard to tell, but I'd be willing to bet the that uh, Black Adam's kid is going to be Kevin Hart. <laughs> wow, that would be funny, guys. With that, Too good. We want to say that we appreciate you taking the time to check us out tonight. A special uh, late night edition or later night edition. Um, Paul, what do you got for the people? What do I have for the people? So you're going to want to go to Twitter. Go to at into underscore tweet tweet comics, and then you're gonna follow us, and you're gonna interact with us, and then you're gonna go to Instagram, and you're gonna follow us at into the West Comics, and do the same thing there, and then you're gonna go to Apple, Spotify, wherever you listen to your uh, podcasts, and you're gonna download our episode. You can do like a are you doing a Wanda thing? You're like just kind of telling them what they're gonna. Yes, I like that. Okay, keep going. And then you're gonna, <laughs> but before you do any of that, you're gonna hit the like button on this video. Boom. And you're going to comment and tell us how incredible Quan looks. And and then you're going to share it. Boom. Um, uh, Variant (laughs) is making his way to the northwest uh, part of the United States tomorrow morning early. He's uh, making the road trip. trip. He's going up to Mama and uh, brothers and and Michael up there. Uh, Good little drive. uh, I'm glad that it worked out for you to be here tonight. It's pretty cool. It did did work work out. out. Uh, the only thing that I got for you is uh, there's this new Netflix show that came out this week. It's pretty big, pretty big, called Bee and Puppy Cat. Okay. Uh, it was a web series made in 2012. <laughs> hey, it's a cartoon. It's TVPG. I think it's funny. All it's right. really pretty. It's got a great soundtrack. It's okay. very fun. It's Netflix. And if you yes, Netflix. And if you're worried that you know you don't have. You know, you have four shores that are super dark and very violent. The show is not that. Okay. Enjoy something. Relax. Uh, sh- Relax. Uh, Uncle Nephew? Um, Sorry get- we kept you up so late. Uh, it's okay. I'm, I'm probably going to fall asleep on the way home. Okay. Thanks a lot, Frank. You sent me to my doom. Oh, uh, cruise control. <laughs> doom. Uh, pick, up, pick up the new, the latest uh, Black Thought and Danger Mouse uh, album. It's called, oh, cool. they're, they're called Cheat, <laughs> Cheat Codes. Uh, it's dope. It's great. It's a great record, and I like music, so that's why I'm saying that. D23 this weekend. The <laughs> you panel didn't have to explain yourself. will be uh, just in case nobody. I like fine, music. So. We'll be commenting on, on that. Now. They'll be posting some stuff on all the socials <laughs> over the weekend, guys. We're excited for this weekend. We're gonna have a lot of announcements, a lot of things to go over next Thursday. We're one week away from the amazing Las Vegas Comic Con. <laughs> we will talk to you guys next week. Thanks Can't for hanging out wait. with us. We appreciate Bye. it. Good night.
Good night, Eva. Good night. I love you all. Love you. <laughs> Good night, Eva. Grace. <laughs> Simon. Good night, Amy Adams. Good night, Amy. <laughs> Please. Good night, Amy Adams. <laughs> Toodaloo. My, my other baby. <laughs> <laughs>